Blog Talk Radio. Aloha. Welcome to Talking Pictures. I'm going to jump right into it. This is the preview number two of the 2016 Newport Beach Film Festival. I do apologize that this is like one day late, but what I love about Newport Beach Film Festival is that it is the most cool, calm, collective, laid-back festival that I've been to. I'm not going to say they don't work hard. They work their asses off, but it is just like calm as a cucumber. It's a tidal wave, but it feels like you're longboarding a two-foot wave, and I dig that. So I was realizing this morning Whenever this preview comes out is going to be good because it's going to find people and we're coming up on 36 hours and I'm just pumped about this festival. I always say that it sounds redundant, but it just shows you what a good festival it is. So today's uh, preview, we're going to take a look at some short films that our friend and friend of the show, Boyana, the one of the shorts directors, short film directors, short films directors, um, sent us some titles and some synopsis, synopses. I'm sorry. You know what? You're just going to have to get used to it. I get too excited doing these things and that sometimes a word might stumble. I don't know what to do. I, I always try to think, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, then it happens. So like Newport, we're just going to keep rolling. Um, Pacific Rim Showcase, going to discuss a little bit of the opening night, for those of you that don't know, and also we have some panels, and then there's a, a special offer going on for the Newport Beach Film Festival through the Pacific Symphony, which is, of course, at the Seagerstrom Center for the Arts, and I'm going to tell you about a silent film that they're showing last year. It was uh, Charlie Chaplin, The Gold Rush, or I think it was Modern Times. I'm not sure. We did a show about it. And uh, it was really cool because you got to go watch a silent film with an orchestra. And our reporter, uh, our co-producer, w- went uh, to see it. And we got to review it on air. Or, or, and then um, this year, that same co-producer will be back with us. So... Uh, We're thankful that we're going to be out to get more for the audience and more for the Newport Beach Film Festival. I might as well start off where everything starts off, which is opening night. Um, That film I spoke about on another preview, so I won't go into it. But for for those of you that don't know, the special offer going for opening night to the Pacific Symphony is that if you have not gotten your opening night film and gala tickets, again, they might be down to like five cent of tickets left. I'm not saying don't try. I'm just letting you know that this is not like the event that nobody knows about. Um, I've uh, This is April 21st at 7.30. Uh, you know, the world premiere of After the Reality, starring Matthew Morrison, Sarah Chalk, John Hurd, and Finch. And then at 10 p.m., you get this party where they take Fashion Island and just turn it into a party. You kind of think that you're in this huge mall, and it's just very cool. So $50 off this. Couldn't be a better deal than 
Um, might as well use that to say that, and then again, this is not a regular festival venue, the Seagersham Center for the Center for the Arts Concert Hall, but they're going to be showing uh, The Mark of Zorro, which is a 1920s silent film classic. Tickets start at just at $10, and that's Sunday, May 1st. Now, again, so you know, that Sunday, May 1st, is after the end of the festival, but this is part. This is part of the festival. That's what's cool is that they honor the films that are also outside of themselves, which is an important part of cinema and the art form is to honor the before um, and looking ahead and now. So that's what I really like about Newport Beach Film Festival is they're not just saying, "Hey, we're the center of attention." Uh, a documentary that I'm going to uh, be watching and reviewing and bringing the filmmakers. So I'm only going to tell you a little bit about it because uh, I want you to tune in to future episodes and, and it'll be Newport Beach Film Festival episodes. Um, of course, this isn't going to sound like, hey, I got you all pumped up about a party and a silent film. And now you, I'm going to tell you the title of this, and it's going to be like, oh, why did you bring up this film first? But that's the beauty of Newport, is that you can watch a happy film and a happy film, then a film that kind of bums you out, then you can watch a film about something that you've never heard of, and then you can go back to being happy, and then you can just be going back to maybe being pissed off. And it's that whole gambit of emotion is cinema. So I think... It should be called the Newport Beach Cinema Festival because they find such good movies that, uh, I mean, I always say it every year, but for new listeners, the worst film I've ever seen there was great. So when the worst is great, that's cinema, that's not film, but that's a whole nother, whatever, that's a whole nother theory for film babblers and film geeks. Uh, of course, it's, it's titled The Bombing of Pan Am Flight 103. A one award-winning documentary about the 1988 Lockerbie bombing, and it's making its Southern California debut. And there'll be Q&A with filmmakers Phil Ferry and Spencer Averick, and a victim of a family member. Um, this was, of course, an act of terrorism, and that's touchy, and it it's. It's an interesting thing because it's touchy and it's normal in other countries. But we'll leave it at that because we're here to talk about this because to just to briefly mention, our reporter who I had mentioned covered the Phoenix Film Festival saw this and recommended it to me yesterday. And then last night I got the press release saying to check it out. So this is what's cool about Newport is that they're, all, they're also supporting films that that uh, to move on to their next festival. So I, I wanted to mention this film for that. Yeah, I maybe I didn't want to go from a wow, have this great party to people that you know were in a bombing incident. But it's life. It's like my, I'm gonna quote my grandma there. I even sounded like her there for a second. Um, now that's puts us at pan, uh, panels and seminar, or sorry, seminars. And then there's an honors reception, which 
I, I'm going to tell you guys about this just because I want to tell you how cool this is that the Newport Beach Film Festival is doing this. You will have to check with the Newport Beach Film Festival, www.newportbeachfilmfest.com, or call their offices. I know it's public information, but for some reason, I feel like if I give phone numbers I have, it's giving private information over the air. But um, uh, Kate Beckinsale, uh, we all know her, Serendipity with John Cusack, uh, Pearl Harbor, so many other roles. Bert Bacharach, um, Oscar-winning composer, songwriter, Rita Moreno, Oscar winner herself, and Linda Wolverton will all be being honored at this uh, honors reception at the Balboa Bay Beach Resort. Balboa Beach Bay Resort, I'm sorry. Drove by this place last night. It was beautiful. I was out on the Balboa Ferry. Uh, catching this amazing sunset and moon and picturesque Newport Beach. So this is one of the, also one of the nicest places I've ever been to a film festival. Cool. What's great about this is you get the views of uh, the expensive side of Manhattan, but the people on the street being metaphorically the staff talk to you. So that's what I really dig about this place is it's like anybody's welcome. And so if you can, uh, the honors reception, if there is still tickets, try and check it out or support it. Um, fellow press, if you haven't heard about this, you know, get out, support the festival and what they're trying to do to honor those in cinema. These seminars uh, with the support of the city of Newport Beat Arts Commission will be held at the Newport Beach Civic Center, um, which I'm just going to say I'm not upset with the festival here, and I'm, I would never remotely uh, bash the festival, but uh, the last couple of years, some of the seminars have been at Lido. My gosh, I apologize if I just let a little bit of air out while I was talking to fast. Um, have been at the historic Lido Cinema, so it's always been awesome to go to the Lido Cinema and hear, hear somebody talk. Uh, so I'm excited about this now, I guess, uh, actually, because I've never been to the Newport Beach Civic Center. So I wish I could tell you more about it. But uh, getting a job in the industry by a company called Chop Shop, uh, directing uh, Women in Film with Aisha Taylor, and then Variety's 10 Cinematographers to Watch. <clears throat> Excuse me. I completely forget who it was last year because I, I, I don't remember going. Two years ago, it was Matthew Libatique who uh, just briefly is known as for Straight Outta Compton, uh, Inside Man, Noah, Iron Man 1 and 2. He's a brilliant cinematographer. Um, last couple of years, I've seen him host the American Society of Cinematography Awards when we covered that. Uh, very funny guy. Um, great, great, again, great filmmaker. Um, now, so I don't, you know, it, I guess I'm not going to say the famous Forrest Gump quote, but check it out, look into it, go to NewportBeachFilmFest.com. They got the full schedule of everything going on. And I mean, look at what an action packed weekend that was right there that I just talked about. I'm, Catching my breath. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm going to 
take a drink of tea here because I don't need to be having a scratchy throat and gargling. Um, I mean, I'm excited and I'm just talking about opening weekend. I'm not there. I'm not in the mix. I'm not. Anyways, now what we'll do is we will go into the Pacific Rim Showcase because I would like to say what uh, Boyana sent us for last. Um, the Pacific Rim Showcase, April 25th. So let me see. I'm such can be the bonehead with dates sometimes. So uh, 21st, 20, or sorry, 23rd, 25th, Monday, Pacific Rim Showcase. Uh, there'll be three films. They'll all be at the Edwards Big Newport, which is down across from Fashion Island and is the theater where opening night happens. Uh, very nice cinema. Um, as I recall last year, unless it's changed, the seats are like mini recliner chairs. So I remember really liking it because I haven't had a bad back at the time and was able to put my feet up and then like when the movie ended, I wanted to just like sit there for another half hour. But um, there's three different films. So you'll, you'll want to note this that for the Pacific Rim showcase, you cannot teach, catch each film. Know that they start at 7:30, 7:45, and eight and Edwards big Newport is a really nice theater. So please, um, if you don't already, um, the festival does not expect it. <coughs> Sorry. Check out on the website, 99%. There's a party that goes with this showcase. Not saying it goes with your ticket, but, you know, throw on some nice duds. You know, this festival, even if I'm going to a showing at 12 in the afternoon on a Monday, I like to throw on some ni a nice shirt, nice jeans, a scarf or something, because these guys go out of their way year-round. And there's nothing that I have to say to uh, get points with them. There's nothing that they tell me to say. This is just my experience. And uh, it will be this show's second year, but on a personal level, my sixth year attending. So with this specific room showcase, I'm excited because this is actually, I have not got, had a chance to experience the Pacific room showcase. La last year I went with the, the Latin showcase. And so we have a film called flying colors uh, at seven 30 Go away, Mr. Toomer, at 7.45, and the phone at 8. Now, I'll read you just briefly parts of the synopsis, but again, go to www.newportbeachfilmfest.com and get more because, A, I don't want to spoil it to you or uh, have you get the wrong perception of what I'm reading. And with this, I'm going to introduce this by saying we're being watched. The festival logo is so cool. It's so subversive. I'm not even going to go into how cool that is. We're being watched. But, okay, Flying Colors, April 25th, 730. A problematic blonde struggles with academia but wants to enter one of the most prestigious universities in Japan. Having just one year to accomplish her goal and after meeting one of her, one of her teachers, she finds the motivation to focus on her studies and drive herself to success. That is awesome because, boy, 
what do we need right now in the world? Support of each other, mentorship, and knowing that, you know, just find the guts to do it. Go away, Mr. Toomer. When a lively young woman discovers she has a dis, 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 sorry, my eyes are bad. I'm reading the computer. I mean, no disrespect here. Um, she, she has a debilitating form of cancer. She delves into the depths of her mind to escape her reality. Through her optimistic and quirky imagination, she rises above her tribulations by finding beauty in everyday life and spending time with the people she loves most. That probably sounds like it's going to be a real tearjerker, but it's truth. And um, I can honestly say this is what's cool about Newport is that you sometimes a film is just going to come and, you know, grab you and it's not in a bad way. And um, I'll just be a little bit personal for a second here. I I did have some uh, health issue involving my brain and there was some, you know, thank God it wasn't a tumor, but there was some days where I was just like, what the heck am I going to do? I'm this young and I haven't done this. I haven't done that. But then I looked around and I thought, I got a lot of great friends, so I'll enjoy them. So I probably won't be going to see this movie because I'll probably start crying after five minutes. But I suggest seeing it, checking it out. If they've selected, it's already got the seal of approval. Then the last one, April 25th, 8 p.m., of course, again, you cannot see all of these, so you got to pick one. This festival will corner you like that and make you feel like you're choosing, I don't want to say life and death because that's tumors, but it is like so hard to make a choice sometimes what you're going to see. Okay, so the phone, 8 p.m., Edwards Big Newport, through a bizarre magnetic field anomaly, a widowed man can make telephone calls to the past and speak to his wife who was murdered years before. Realizing he has a chance to save her life, he must discover who her killer was and warn her before the unpredictable anomaly severs their communication permanently. I'm just going to say that sounds really bleeping cool. What a selection of films. Whoever programmed that, bravo to you. Um, yeah, cheers. Uh, that just sounds like one of the coolest sets of choices that I've, that you could have. As John Travolta would say in the great movie, I think it was Pulp Fiction, ain't it cool? Um, last thing we're going to go into here, and it is always has like the saying goes, last but not least, and last not in order, uh, our friend Boyana, who we were going to interview, and I, on my end, um, had to postpone, unfortunately. I uh, was really looking forward to talking to her, and I felt bad. Um, asked her if she could send us some titles, and in the busiest time of the festival, she took the time to send some uh, send three choices, and uh, this is for short films again. So the first one is called Curve. It's part of the Nightmare on Short Street Saturday Night a very tense and visceral experience in which we watch a woman on the edge of an abyss about to fall in. What I can say about the short films is that uh, you get torn between shorts and features. You get torn between uh, blocks of shorts and uh, it just there. I think there are, I think there are people that gravitate more towards genres. 
or there are people that like to just kind of get lost in the mix and the dance of it. But what I can tell you is that Boyana is someone who, uh, along with Dennis, uh, you know, can't leave him out. Um, they are really in sync. I've seen them at other festivals. I'm not going to go into anything, you know, share any private, private to see anything, but, um, you know, they're locked into the zone. So if, if, again, the same goes for the features. If there's anything that's been picked and it's went through uh, Dennis or Boyana uh, or, or just at all, it is, is worth it. I've, um, I think I saw one short film there I didn't like, and it was only because the filmmaker was overusing shots from a director that you could tell he loved, but it, it wasn't a bad film. So, um, the next one has part of Sci-Fi Short Sunday Evening. It's called Flipsy, Flispy, again, not Flipsy, Flispy, directed by BAFTA award-winning director Dan Smith and features Ophelia LeBond, Guardians of the Galaxy, Sam, oh my gosh, how do you pronounce this? Ho-R, I don't want to say horror, Captain America. It's about deviant genius who uses a radio-controlled drone fly with a camera in it to spy on his ex-girlfriend. Boy, does that sound like something that probably goes on way too much or there's guys that would want to do that way too much. A 360 VR version of it will also be available in our VR lounge. Um, So definitely you want to see this on the big screen. Shame on me for not looking up because Bayana told me this days ago what the VR lounge is. So I apologize. And, but I stay on top of it as much as I can because Newport is just a party and assault on the senses of film, m- food, music, people, smiling faces. Last one, New Orleans Sazerac, that's S-A-Z-E-R-A-C, Lens to Short Senses Saturday Evening, Great Dick on the History of the Classic Cocktail. Now, I'll have to say that when I got this email from Boyana, I didn't laugh like, I didn't laugh because not like, Boyana's not like an alcoholic. I laughed because this is a festival that has uh, my my favorite beer, and I always kind of love this festival because it has my favorite beer, too. So I thought, the history of the classic cocktail, I thought, we really don't sit and think that maybe this beer, this, you know, not something as simple as a Jack and Coke, that maybe this was like cool in 1844. So I thought this was a really great choice. Sunday evening sounds like a great time to have a cocktail, right? So I will quickly just run through those titles again. Curve has part of the Nightmare on Short Street Saturday Night. B has part of the Sci-Fi Short Sunday Evening. And New Orleans Sazerac, S-A-Z-E-R-A-C, Lens to Short Senses, Sunday Evening. History of the Classic Cocktail. Again, you cannot go wrong, especially if it's coming from uh, Boyana. And I want to say that this is really cool. I'm super pumped because it's Wednesday at 2 o'clock. And in 27 hours, we'll be all kicking it, talking on the red carpet. And the buzz will be going. 
and it'll just be time to party and watch good films and and enjoy people and meet new people. 400 films from 50 countries. You can't go wrong. Take some time to get out and see something, whatever it is. I'm going to sign off by saying, normally I tell you that no matter what you do, watch a good movie. But this week I'm going to say, no matter what you do, get some good rest so you can get back to the Newport Beach Film Festival from April 21st to the 28th and enjoy something new. Take care. Aloha. Our usual thanks to all the people at Newport Beach Film Festival that make this show possible, this show, these episodes for them. Aloha. Can't wait to see you guys.